0: I'll give you the cue. Alright. Then we'll crack them. I'll crack them in the mic. I'll crack oh, them yeah. right here. We gotta do it. Yeah, we
1: did it.
2: Alright. So
1: him in the mic.
2: totally gonna be awesome. Here we go. Ready? On a count of three. One, two, three. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. oh. Kinda worked.
3: I'm a little on the wild side You might say I'm that guy Waking up in the morning And you feeling like the bottom of the last night But you know I hold my head high Cause it ain't nothing but a shore ride With a burnt mixtape cranking Hank When we pull up at the shoreline I'll probably show up tomorrow Shirt undone Drinking my hand Not giving a damn Chasing that summer sun
2: It always makes it look like it's me that does that. Because when there's more than one person talking, it focuses on me. So if there's music and a belch, it looks like Billups did it.
1: Bro, uh, that's that's how life is. If there's more than one person talking in our group, they usually just look at Anthony. They just assume that I did it.
2: Yo, welcome (laughs) to Woody and the Big Head. Episode 3. Uh, we are uh, blowing up out there. If you haven't noticed, uh, today's show is going to be great. We have the one and the only, the pride of just the other side of Jacksonville, but kind of St. Augustine, Florida, <laughs> Mr. Show Up Drunk himself, <laughs> Ryan Nelson. What's he up? done showed up drunk. You know it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thanks to Jim.
2: Well, yeah. after that, uh, yeah, after Thanks that uh, big uh, Jags. Uh, W And uh, we had to have him in here Uh, He's Ryan Nelson We also have Troy Woods A.K.A. Woody What up y'all My name's Anthony Billis And for these purposes You can call me the Big Head We are Woody and the Big Head This podcast is blowing up Just a few days ago, we only had 78 followers on Instagram. 78. And then out of nowhere, we're up to like (laughs) 3,200. Yowzers. We're in, bro. We're in. Totally not because (laughs) we got a message saying we should share it on a particular Instagram account. And I was like, yeah, we'll share it on that account. Cool. They're like, give me 35 bucks and I'll share it twice and post it once. I'm like, all right, I'll give you 1750. For the first share. <laughs> this isn't a good and then, friend, it, by the and way. And then once you share it, I'll give you the second 1750. And I thought yeah. it was just they had so many followers that they did the math. They promised five to 800 followers. And I was like, all right, well, that seems worth it. They're just going to share it on their uh, you know account that clearly has so many followers. I gave them the 1750. They shared it, and I was like, all right, came through. Here's the next 1750. And uh, and then a few like hours later, I'm like, damn, dude, we only got six followers from this. I think I got swindled. And then the next day, I'm in an elevator painting. For those of you who don't know, I paint. Uh, in this particular case, I was in an elevator, and my phone was like... Same. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm getting a lot of... <laughs> And so I'm old enough now I'm like, well there's something going on. Yeah, something's happening. You know, it's like something terrible. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, did somebody die? Did another bomb go off in downtown? Why am I getting blown up like this? What's happening? And then I go to uh, get my phone and I look at it and my wife's calling me. I'm like, oh man, somebody totally died. <laughs> and so I answer and she's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "I don't know. Why why am I blowing up?" She's like, "Something's going on with Instagram." Now we have thirty two hundred followers. Yeah, bro. We are lots of scantily clad men and women are following us on instagram so y'all go yeah bro. make sure you do the same thing <laughs> at woody underscore big head, you know a lot of them are, are ryan pictures of ryan in jags jerseys so, so many ryan nelson pictures going on dude what in the world of keenan
1: mccardell is going on <laughs> in jacksonville
2: so this is going to be a really exciting show uh, we're going to talk about our teams the bucks and chiefs yeah of course ryan nelson's jaguars uh, the Titans get off the schneid, we try to think of uh, what uh, undefeated teams are actually good, and uh, we pick a football team uh, full of musicians, so uh, oh, yeah. let, let's just start off, since we have a guest, let's get into the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ryan Nelson, how are you feeling today, man? I'm feeling pretty good. It's not a bad day.
1: Can't tell him nothing.
2: (laughs) Wait till
0: I get my money right. (laughs) Jags are winning the Super Bowl. Oh,
1: yeah. Put it in. Clearly. Put it in. Hey, throw the Lombardi in that pool you got in one into the end zone. (laughs) Let's go. Is that still there, the pool? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. The pools are hanging. Oh, it's bad. We're getting there, um, dude. We said it. We said it. We can. We can play it back. And we said it that you that you were talking about, Dougie P. Man, he is changing the culture in Jacksonville. Talk on it, babe.
0: It's it's awesome. Uh, I've I've liked Doug Peterson since the Eagles days. I watched him there, and that team was awesome. And they, I thought the Jags defense was the best in the league. And if it wasn't our defense that year, it was theirs. And he came in it with a backup quarterback and beat Tom Brady. It was like. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And even before that win, like, he was clearly super good. So, I was a big fan of Doug. He's from the Andy Reid tree. The guy knows how to call an offense. Yeah, bro.
1: Doug E.P. And,
0: and uh, you know, he's doing exactly that with the Jags. Trevor looked Kind of, I mean, he looked. Yeah. He he had his flashes last year, but he looked bad overall. I think everyone feels like he was a letdown last year. And then you get Doug in there, who actually knows how to call an offense. He's a real football coach. And you bring some talent in, Zay Jones. Shout out to Zay ten receptions yesterday. Nice, uh, dude. Christy Jose, Kirk.
2: Jose,
1: Jose, dude. There's a thing about there's a thing about coaches like Doug Peterson. They bring a calm that you can see on TV. You don't have to be at the game; you can see it on TV. You bring a calm about a quarterback. Totally, it seems to have calmed Tra- Trevor. Seems to have calmed Trevor down, and and he just looks like he's kind of comfortable again. He like, looked calm
0: yesterday. Was, like that was the most
1: shocking thing. He, he knows that his coach isn't going to kick the kicker. <laughs> and um, he knows, you know, like he knows, like, like it's kind of like he, he looked like he was he was back in Clemson. He looked comfortable,
0: and and I mean, having ETN back there doesn't hurt for, in that in that regard. Yep. ETN's been doing great, yeah, he baby. Has, he hasn't been getting the touches that James Robinson's been getting, but every time he touches the ball, he's he'll get getting, there. Yeah, and I think yards.
1: that ETN is a is a is an elite. Uh, pass catcher as well right good oh, out of yeah. the backfield like oh. they can use him as a third down back if he's not one in first and second down you know dude that i man i'm i would love to see it like i want to call it i i'm i'm hesitant but i love right now come on jags for afc representing afc yeah. division winner uh hey like, well look afc south
2: we uh <laughs> i definitely uh picked the jags to finish not last and right now they're uh that's right you know, feeding into it, but here's the thing, man. I think it always sounds like coach speak, right? Oh. It always sounds a little bit like, uh, you know, it's just something that people say. But the old changing the culture, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And and uh, who knew that uh, kicking the kicker would really be such a bad <laughs> culture thing? But uh, you know, here's the thing, man. Doug Peterson, he's been uh, he's been great uh, at every stage uh, as a backup quarterback. Uh, and then becoming a starter there in in spurts, and then becoming a coach. I know he's a great offensive coordinator for us. Went over to Philly, and you know how Philly will do; they'll just boot you out of there. And right. uh, and you know after winning the Super Bowl, but anyway, uh, he's doing great, man. I'm really excited for the Jags. How can you hate the Jags, man? You bro, can't. You can't. How can you hate the Jags? We're the
0: underdog of underdog. Maybe the Browns. You know us and yeah, the Browns, and right? The, and the Lions. You the know. Browns are fairly. Bro I, bro, I was
1: rooting for the Lions. I. I My buddy, who I was playing, we're playing a gig, right? We're playing an acoustic gig. And I look up and he just, I know he goes, What is going on? (laughs) Because they had just given up. And he's a Vikings fan, Minnesota boy. He's from, I think, like Watertown, Minnesota. He's a Minnesota boy through and through. And he's watching this game. And he, bro, he jumped out of his chair, almost dropped his guitar when they won that game. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, you want to pull for teams like the Lions and the Browns and the Jags who've had years and years of misery. Um, man, that 2017, 2017 team, right? Little yeah, stacked, yeah. Yep. Where Jalen Ramsey's running all over the field talking crap to Tom Brady and Tom Brady's like, <laughs> calm down, child. Calm down. Child, please. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if we ever, as Jags fans, thought we would get back to that. Right. Uh, anywhere close maybe even because, I mean, that was a – historically good defense
1: right and the dismantling of that team afterwards as far as Uh, contracts and crap goes
0: it was it was like it was sad dude we were like looking at our amazing team that had just done so much when we didn't even expect them to and then they're just you know every year for two three years straight was losing these like all pro dudes that were a huge part of us doing that so to now i mean it's been it's been five years but that's in this, you know, when you look at contracts, it's not really not that long. It's one right. contract period cycle. Yeah. Removed. Absolutely. Yeah. And to be kind of, I wouldn't say back there. Cause that was a crazy team, but this offense is definitely better. Yeah. than the Blake Bortles offense. Oh, was,
1: absolutely. Well, they're, they're, like you have, you have faith that like, if you're in a 10, seven game that if you guys can get your guys back on the field, that you've got some, you've got some, power to get down the field and make something happen because before it was like man it was like I hope nobody covers and Blake Bortles runs for like 20 yards and you get into the field goal range to tie it you know it was like right it was like that back in the day but yeah man the Calais Campbells and people like that who who really made that made that team go to watch that team just dis- dissipate was uh was not fun it, it was
0: it was messed up and 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 I will say the coolest thing even like I mean the the offense being good is is cool having a lot of weapons where you don't know who's getting the ball. That's cool. We have never, I can't remember the last time we had that. Yeah, um it's probably never happened. The the ninety five like the the Keenan the Jimmy Mark Brunell yeah Marky yeah that, Mark that team was like freaky good on offense. We haven't had a freaky good offense since then. It's been twenty plus years. Yeah. Um. So to see the offense be good is really really cool. Yeah. But also with the dismantling of that set 2017 team to see the defense be like leading the league in a, a bunch of different categories. Mm-hmm. We're, we're back on defense too. And then finally an offense is there to be with it. Yeah, you absolutely.
2: Know? Well, here you go. We're three weeks in, uh, it's, it's definitely overreaction Monday, but Hey, you know, here's the thing. I hope the Jags are good. Jags are in the playoffs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <Super Bowl. laughs> the, as we, uh, posed, uh, if we ever get back to those, uh, the archives there, is the uh, AFC South the worst division in the history of sports? But at the same time, the Titans get off the schneid, get rid of those Raiders, you know, whatever. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad they won. I hate the Raiders. Uh, wish my Chiefs would have done their part against the Colts. Wow. Yowzers. They didn't see that coming. Come on, man. Here's the thing, and I want to talk about it a little bit. And, and, uh, you know, we talked enough about the Jags. I don't want to kill everybody too much (laughs) with my Chiefs talk. Here's the thing, man, is that I listen to sports talk a lot, and everybody is kind of like they're relishing in this fact that the Colts beat the Chiefs and the Chiefs are no good. Dude, anybody that watched that game, first off, any Kansas City Chiefs fan over the last 30 years knew that we were not going to win that game. They say there are no trap games in the NFL. Horseshit. The Colts had lost twice. They started off 0-2, extra motivated. We're coming in there. Patrick Mahomes never played at Lucas Oil. Apparently, Sky Moore, uh, he definitely had never played there. So it started off, the game started off. We uh, hold them to three and out. We muff a punt. They get the ball at the five. So we give him seven points. The five. They got it at the five. Give him seven points. They score a touchdown there. Wow. We uh, we missed a field goal. Our field goal kicker is is he, hurt. You know, he's hurt. Missed a field goal. Missed an extra point. Uh, we uh, tried to fake a field goal later. We drop a touchdown pass. Still had a chance to win at the end. And then Chris Jones, who I love, man. I think he's one of the best defenders, uh, you know, Animal. in the league. And he's so great. He gets up. Into Matt Ryan's face, okay, it's third and seven. Mm-hmm. Five minutes left to go in the game. <laughs> Nick Bolton, I believe it's who it was. Was
1: that third down
2: that he sacked? Yeah, sacked him for so eight-yard loss. it was, was going to be fourth down. It was going to be fourth and yeah. 15 from their own oh, 30. Five man. minutes left. We get the ball back. Probably going to ice it. Probably right. going to ice Matty Ice. Right. <laughs> but, but Chris Jones gets up in, in Matty Ice's face and says something. Yeah. Who knows what he said? No. Bad enough that a, that a ref threw a flag. Who, who knows what he said? They asked Chris Jones. He's like, I don't remember. But my question is, hmm. what what can he say in that situation that warrants a personal foul, a 15-yard penalty with five minutes left? He gets it. They get the ball back. Or they keep the ball, and they run down. They score. And uh, we have a chance to get back in it there at the end. And and we lose and everybody's talking about how terrible we are, when really the Chiefs lost that game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the 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 Colts, look, man, the Colts are a proud franchise. We went in there and lost, and oh, man, what a terrible look here, Chris Jones, whatever it is. And 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 I would have been more pissed off about it, but uh, in his post game interviews, he was like, "Look, it's all on me. I should have never done that." And he accepted responsibility. Also in there somewhere. Travis Kelsey dropped a touchdown pass. Yeah, should have caught, you know, hit him in the bad place, uh, the hands. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, was... and uh, that's unlike Travis Kelsey. So I'm just going to chalk that up to, you know, any given Sunday. Early
1: game, any given Sunday, kick her out, and then you talk crap to the quarterback right next to the ref. It, it was uncharacteristic, and that's, that's what's good, you know, like the silver lining for Chiefs fans is to know that, well – it's kind of a double-edged sword because you know that's not the way your team plays, but the fact that your team goes on the road doesn't quite wake up quick enough and that happens. You're like, "All right, we that can't happen. That can't happen in Tampa."
2: Well, you know why we lost. Right, because uh my lucky hat was at my studio. Oh, my lucky hat. It's like I it's it's so crazy. I ride with my team, right? so uh my lucky hat i forgot it so i was wearing the wrong hat i kind of burnt the ribs a little bit you know i wasn't really attentive too much to the wings like every now and then you're gonna have an off sunday you know that's right that's right (laughs) kind of like the bucks how about your buck oh man that well, let's
1: let's 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 just play it out here uh aaron Rodgers. um which by the way our defense played a damn good game because aaron Rodgers is out there trying to call no huddle, like pulling his best Lane Kiffin out there, trying to get the them lined up to uh, get us sides Like, he was just trying to roll, you know. He was kind of on all cylinders. And our defense kind of stood up and just showed how thick their neck was. And we're like, all right, we got to get our team back in this game. And then – and the whole time you're playing the D squad. Like, come on now. It's like – it's our whole offense was Tom trying to throw it to – Tyler Brate, Russell Gage, and then Leonard Fournette running his butt off as much as he could. Um, so we're down. It's kind of like you were just talking about with the Chiefs. We were down, guys. Everyone knew it was going to be a hard game. But there are three I, – I man, if I remember correctly there, correctly, there are three possessions where we have a first down and our reserve wide receivers are running five yards after the catch and just doink, and they just get stripped. And it happened two or three times. And it was just like, all right, like this is just one of those games. And sure, everybody's going to, you know, Pat Rodgers on the back, but he didn't play that well. He got picked. He didn't like oh, their defense. Was it 13 12 or something? 14 to 12. 14 to 12. And Nobody played it was, great. It was just, yeah, right? It was just, it was, just a it was
2: like almost as bad as that Broncos game. But going back to the Bucks <laughs> yeah. and yes. the Chiefs. Yes. Wow. We have the first epic battle in the history of. Yeah. Of Woody and the Big Head, oh, Woody's uh-oh. Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting my beloved Kansas City Chiefs, and I have a proposed bet. What is your proposed? Bet? All right, so this is also with John Allen Miller at Eat Drink Be Happy. Oh yeah. So uh, uh, so Miller. so winner, uh huh, uh uh you know wins. Uh-huh. Loser has to wear the opposing team's jersey on next uh, on October third's uh, okay. podcast and come up with a parody to sing live about the game okay how about that for for I'll a like bet it.
1: that sounds pretty good you're going to have to wear apparel i've got a hat
2: um I'm sure John's got a jersey I can.
1: That John's got a jersey, probably. <laughs> I don't have an. A I'll new find one. one. Yeah,
2: that's the bet. W'e good on the bet. Yeah, that's. You heard it I'm here in with first. That. I'm episode with that. three. Yeah, let's get into the undefeated teams on Super Ooh. Overreaction Monday. Oh yeah, let's talk about the Miami Dolphins. Are they frill? I think they are. I think
1: the. Um, I think that the problem is is that they stepped in a big old pile of poo because Tua should not have gone back in the game. By concussion
2: or back injury? Bro. Was it a concussion or a back injury? Concussion. Right?
1: It was a concussion, yeah. Bro, he didn't even go to the tent. He went to the locker room. Yeah. Like, he immediately went in. Like, he was, like, stumbling real bad. So, I I don't know the consequences. Like, I don't know what's going to happen or what can happen. Um, But... Um, the NFLPA is going after, is like, is looking into that um, for his concussion. But played, came back in the game, still played lights out, and uh, beat a Bills team that was very depleted by injuries. Um, they are not the team that had shown up a couple weeks prior. An overreaction Monday, right? Overreaction. The Bills just throttle a not very good Titans team. Let's be honest. We love the Titans, but they're not great right now. And I don't believe the Rams are very good either, so.
0: I would say that I, like, just looking at hmm. the Dolphins, and I, I think they're awesome. I mean, Jalen Waddle, have fun stopping him. Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill. Have fun stopping him. Uh, Chase Edmonds has done really well. I mean, he looked really yeah. good. So, they, they got a bunch of guys that are great. Their defense, I mean, there's... You Studs. Know, you can name them off. I mean, they're, they're, there's a bunch of talent. I'm not going to lie... I think with a healthy roster, the Bills are a better team. Yeah. But that's not the case right now.
2: And they, they lost Micah Hyde. Yeah, Micah
0: yeah. has gone for the season. Yo. Apparently, Poy- I don't know if he got hurt in the game yesterday or, Maybe. yeah, what happened, but Poyer's out. So, yeah. so they're, they're taking some uh, – Gabriel Davis is on my fantasy team. I've been having to figure out each week, like, is he going to oh. play or not. Right. Um. So it, 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 they're having the injury struggles, but – I think that the Bills in their in, in their composure, like with the right team or with all the starters, yeah. are a better team. But the Dolphins are showing that, like, okay, well, due to attrition, like we might be better, right? So I I think I believe in the Dolphins. I, I think they're
1: sick. I think they're legit. I think they're legit. I think they're. Le- I also think that there are not a lot of AFC teams that are gonna that are gonna challenge them. You know, like it's The Jags. it's gonna be mucho te mucho te <laughs> Hey, oh, again. hey, Chiefs! Oh, no, man. you know, I obviously the Chiefs are, but they're like that. The, they don't have to worry about the Patriots. No, you know, because they are they are they are uh, head and shoulders above the Patriots. Um, Max missing some. Max right, about to miss some time. I want to see. I want to see in ten weeks' time. I want to see the. I want to see the Dolphins playing. You know the Chiefs playing. Um. Um. the Ravens and, and seeing how that goes and then you know we'll obviously 10 weeks we'll know where the teams are at but yeah man
2: so we're recording this uh, on Mondays as planned right now and on uh, October 17th Big Rob's gonna be coming in here as a guest Rob Snyder uh, and for him you go <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> how about those Philadelphia Eagles oh
3: <laughs> you know, like, no one likes uh, us. No one likes us. <laughs> no one likes. We don't care,
2: man. How about those Eagles three and oh. Who saw that coming? Raise your hand. Nobody raised their hand.
0: No. Uh, I mean, they, I'd like to wind it, 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 it back. I did, did say
1: that I thought that the Eagles would win the division, but that's all I'm saying.
0: Well, I my Super Bowl pick for the beginning of the year before any game started was Eagles Bills. What? Yep. Wow. All right. Well, I think here's let me hear me out on this. That's cool. Hear me out on this. I'm in. I think that the Eagles defense starting lineup like you look at who's on the defense and then you even look at the depth. Bro. I think that's one of the sickest defensive rosters I've ever seen. James Bradbury at corner, Darius Slay at corner. They Slay. they got they got Chauncey Gardner-Johnson off the Saints. Yeah, they did. Bring him in.
1: You know where he played ball?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, he's I remember, a cater, baby. Dude, they got they have so many, and then you got Jordan Davis, you got Nicobe Dean. Yeah. Fletcher got, Cox still there. Uh, Fletcher Cox bald yesterday. Javon Hargrave is fucking. Awesome. I mean, they, who <laughs> who's not really good on that? Eagles yeah, defense? man. So I've I've been looking at the defense alone, going that is a fucking great defense, and then you put that with Devontae Smith. And AJ Brown, who do you focus on? Oh, if you're how the you, other defense, not how are you even you feeling Titans. About... How you feeling Titans? <laughs> oh, who do you? But like as a defense, who do you focus on? You, yeah, uh, yeah And then, And then there's Miles Sanders, who's got stupidly great vision. I know he's not the best back in the league, but man, his vision is awesome. Boston Scott makes still big a
1: stud, plays. Still a stud.
0: And here's the like, deal: is
2: that, that and that's kind of how it goes. And and uh, but really, the story right now is uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. It's bad to the bone, dude. Hey, he's playing his ass off. I
1: mean,
0: Jalen
2: not hurt. Yeah, it hurts so good.
0: I watched 2017. Blake Bortles take our team to the AFC championship you don't have to be that great when everyone around you is fucking amazing Trent Dilfer but but I will say though Jalen Hurts has done better than the Dilfer team he's done better than Blake Bortles on the Jags in 2017 he's he has been better than either one of those guys so I'll give him credit for that and and I've I've been a big Jalen Hurts guy from the beginning because I just I like his poise and his just like how he's gone through so much shit and, and, and come his up intangibles
1: like, yeah. are something you can, you can roll with for sure. For sure. Um, last year, there weren't a lot of people that were like, I'm a Jalen hurts guy. Uh, cause he was just adjusting. I think right. that he's realizing that, that the narrative has stopped with people like athletic quarterbacks. So I think he's, uh, it seems to me like another re another thing, like we we're talking about Trevor Lawrence, maybe he's a little more comfortable in the system. Another year in, He's figuring it out, maybe. We'll see.
0: Well, my argument has been if Bortles could make the AFC championship and not be good <laughs> with a great defense and a great pieces around him, and Trent Dilfer could make the Super Bowl and win the Super yeah. Bowl with, with a great defense and not many pieces around him, Jalen Hurts is better than both those guys. So he definitely has the shot to, to go for the ring even right. young as hell like he is and not right. experienced.
2: what you got big head? Well, everybody hurts sometime. Uh, that was a good reference back to your Jaguars. Well done. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, th- the goal is to, uh, tell people more about uh, who we are and what we do. Right. So we're all musicians and artists talking about sports and that is the nature of the podcast. Uh, Troy and I have played a few hundred shows together. Him as a drummer, me as a singer, And uh, he also has his own music career as Troy Woods, so look up Troy Woods, download his stuff. Yeah. Uh, My name's Anthony Billups, Anthony long for Tony, and Billups like Bill works at UPS, or if you know sports, Chauncey Billups, same last name, I don't think we're related. Billups! But uh, our guest today is Ryan Nelson. Ryan Nelson's one of my favorite (laughs) uh, songwriters and artists in town. We're going to go into the halftime break here with his song, Bad Tattoo. Uh, can't see his thigh today but on his thigh commitment to the game you'll see it uh, in in this uh, music video Bad Tattoo by Ryan Nelson here you go now and play now by the way if any beers are open it's going to look like I did it and I didn't do it (laughs)
3: That smile that I see for the times when I got other plans in mind A week later we were six days deep.
2: ryan nelson oh man still got that bad tattoo and uh, I mean, he also hasn't taken off his t-shirt since filming that video that's right that's right
0: <laughs> i was ready for this year baby i was ready oh yeah
2: we got it <laughs> we'll be
1: posting uh the proof that mr ryan nelson backed it up and he does have in fact a bad tattoo on his thigh we'll be posting that on the woody and the big head instagram and all that good stuff so y'all make sure you check that out
2: all right, we're learning as we go here. Uh, we are drinking beers, and these beers are brought to you by Little Harpeth. These are chicken scratch. They are hashed right here in Nashville. We're going to do a mild holler and swaller away from the mics. On the count of three, raise them up. and On the count of three, holler. One, two, three, holler.
3: Yeah! yeah!
2: And swaller. There you go, live from Nashville. Oh, oh. Mm, yummy. All right, so we are musicians. Uh, Ryan? Love the songs. Tell us something new. What's going on? You famous yet? Can we write Can we write a song? You get famous and then we both get rich. Can we do that? Yeah. Of course.
0: My <laughs> mom in. thinks I'm famous. Listen, yeah, right? <laughs> so does mine.
2: I mean, I'm getting a third.
1: That's all. <laughs> I put a word in, get a third. <laughs> That's right.
2: Well, I love that song, Bad Tattoo. I've yeah. uh, been rocking it for sure. And then uh, for those of you who uh, heard the beginning, Show Up Drunk is my theme song. I think that... Many people say that. That song's going to outlive all of us. Dude, that's a that's a good song. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. So, uh, all right. So, we played this game a little bit, and let's talk about it uh, here in real time. If you had to pick a football team with musicians, songwriters, people that we know in the music business, who are you picking? Troy, you're first.
1: Well, <clears throat> man, I'm going to go with uh... – a Jacksonville State alum. I'm going to go Riley Green on the QB.
2: Hey, look, I've been, as for those of you who don't know, I paint murals, right? Yeah. I've been painting uh, Riley Green into a mural, and kids kid's got some biceps. Yeah. <laughs> the young feller, golly. He played. Does he skip leg day? or is He, <laughs> you know, he even built like a quarterback. He's, Dude. He built like a guy that just did curls, man. The guy's swole. Swole, huh? He's swole, yeah. I'm <laughs> trying to. You know, I I have no reference. So I'm trying to paint those biceps to look like him. He looks like he could straight up play. Yeah.
0: He's got to be one of the best uh, throwers of the football in the songwriting scene. Can he oh, wing good. it? He can and wing Augustine. it? Oh, man.
2: Righty, lefty? He,
0: I, he's righty, right? Yeah, he's a righty guy. Yeah, uh, oh, if,
2: Riley,
1: if Riley if Riley's righty is there's, a, there's a, some, a song in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, Looks like He whooped the hell out of somebody. What do you What do you, what do you got? Spin the spud. We got whip the biscuit. Yeah. What do you got? The,
2: he can spin the spud. Yeah. What about Sam Hunt? Sam Hunt was a quarterback. Sam Hunt was a quarterback at uh, MTSU and UAB.
1: <clears throat> I got a, um, I got a running back as well. Uh, Mr. Hubert Payne, drummer for Little Big Town, um, also um, very. Um, in a lot of going to a lot of locker rooms, talking to teams, uh, doing some things in the sports world, not only in the music world but in the sports world as well. Shout out Hubert Payne, plays drums for me every once in a while. He could run it, he could run that thing.
0: Hell yeah, I got a guy. Uh, he's a he's a outside of Jacksonville McClinney guy that I knew Ooh. before I moved up. Like you know. And uh, we did a flag football league, and he was like, I want to join. And I'm like, man, I, you, you do this, huh? He's like, yeah, I played high school, but I dropped out of high school, but I, I played when I was there. And he's out for McClinny, and, I mean, that's much rednecks and badass some bitches. So, I was like, yeah, I'm sure he's pretty good. Dude, the guy was catching touchdowns, burning people, when he's like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, yeah. he's, a, he's a little white Tyreek Hill out here, dude. There Dude's you go. fast. Dude is fast. I was like, bro, jacked, quick. You know, I was like, Blair Hanks was tossing him the rock, dude, and he was catching everything, so Blair Hanks.
2: I'm going to give a shout-out to my buddy Adam Craig. Adam and I dominated a Sunday afternoon football league for some time, and, uh, you know, he could catch it, and back then I could throw it. So here we are going into the third quarter of our our little uh, deal here. Let's talk about the butt punt. What do you all think about that? Do you see that? Butt punt. It, oh, yeah. Is
1: <laughs> you know, I saw the college version of the butt punt a few weeks ago. Arizona did it. <laughs> University of Arizona. <clears throat> um, but, yeah. It, it's a, a, There's a couple that different Miami, pictures. Right? That was Miami, right? Yeah, Miami. And right. it was a couple different pictures. It, at one point, it looked like he missed the ball and he just kicked the dude in the front of him in the butt. And then at, and another angle is like, oh, okay, there's a ball hitting him in the butt.
2: Is that getting uh, Mark Sanchez off the snide? Oh my god, I was what, about to the, mention that. The butt that. fumble's worse because it went back for a TD.
0: The butt yeah. fumble, dude, that was one of the most iconic and embarrassing plays. But ever. But
1: the butt fumble wouldn't have happened if there wasn't a straight dog pushing that lineman back in the, into the into the backfield.
2: So that's one uh, one person getting off the snide for like the most embarrassing moment ever another one Dan Orlovsky who I love man I play quarterback I was a quarterback I love how he breaks it down man I think he knows what he's talking about and I enjoy listening to him but he's always had this cloud over hanging over him of that time that he ran out of the back of the end zone and then Jimmy G bro Jimmy G just (laughs) now he he just Dan Orlovsky he he posted he's like finally freedom yeah he's like he's like I felt like I felt like, uh, what's his name, Uh, Mel Gibson in Braveheart. He was like, freedom. (laughs) Bro, he can say all he wants.
1: He can say all he wants. But Danny Boy ran like scrambled. He was going for it. Yeah. Jimmy Jimmy still, G
2: stepped on it by accident. This it it's one of two. It's one of two <laughs> one now. One of two. One Congratulations of two. to Dan Orlovsky, man. I'm glad you got off the schneid.
0: Dan was running for his life at that point. And Jared
2: <laughs> Allen's like
1: just celebrating behind him for like for like a few seconds. Just yeah. <laughs> Just running by beside him, like. But Dan, Dan was looking
0: down at his. Like he should have. He had to know, and he was still trying to play the play. Dude. Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. He can. He can be like, I feel free, but no, bro. <laughs> You'll never live that one down, son. <laughs> also, oh. like I love, I love his passion, but he is one of the goofiest guys to ever listen to on ESPN or any game. It's amazing.
2: Yes. Let's touch on college football Uh, for those people out there uh, following me, knowing I'm a Mizzou fan. Oh, yowzers. That was terrible. Nobody cares. Uh, Worst play ever, though. You should go watch it. Uh, Mizzou's going in for the win. The tailback, running back, whatever you call him, as he's crossing the goal line does the too early uh, football drop. And we lose. Mizzou's just gonna be bound for a while. How'd y'all uh, college? He's, he's
1: got to be the sickest man in America. Ugh. Uh. Yeah. No. Um. So. Evidently-
2: Wait. Hold on. So go. Let's talk about. It, Cause you're a Florida guy. Yeah. Florida Tennessee. Like it's, it's like a 17, 18 point game. Yeah. With like. <laughs> A couple minutes left. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, this game's over. Right. I'm going to go outside and, and, you know, throw the ball with the dog. And I come in, and it's 38 to 33, and you guys are driving to yeah. like possibly. What happened? Right. So, <clears throat> so
1: uh, we went for two on, like, two different possessions after we scored uh, touchdowns. And had we kicked field goals there, then we would have been able to line up and maybe tie the game with a field goal because of that happened. But here's, here's the thing. And I hear it whether Tennessee's bad or they're good all year long. I hear from Tennessee and, and how they're this is this is different, this is different. This team actually is doing things. I like that Josh Heupel is doing the right he, he's going about it the right way and the, and the Tennessee brass they're letting him do it his way and he's figured it out. and he's got his way of doing things and that is great. With all that said, that team, with all the hype and all the things, 4 and0 now. There's no way in hell that that team should have, if they're if they are who they who they think they are, let the Florida Gators back in that game. Which shows the 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 proud Gator and me, the gumption and the and the the hey, we're not gonna quit, which you'd love to see. You'd love to see out of a team. If you're losing, you're down 17 points and you come back and you make it a game. That's cool. You you, you see that those are the building blocks of a of a team that has been wrecked year after year by bad coaches in Tennessee knows that all too well, uh, as well. But man, um, cool. It, it, you know, Knoxville on a Saturday afternoon in the fall is a cool atmosphere. Um, but yeah, and I will say here's my last point. I'm being long winded here, but my last point is with 17 seconds left, the cameras panning to all the fans of UT and seeing the fear in their eyes, knowing that in a minute we could come back. It didn't happen. But it was fun to watch their their terror in their eyes.
2: Well, look, you know, here's the deal. We have a lot of friends, obviously, uh, UT folks. And uh, so I, I feel good for them that UT, look, they've been so bad. Yeah. I mean, just like so up and down, but really down uh, for so many years. So uh, for their sakes, even though they talk way too much trash, even when they're terrible. Terrible. I hope that uh, UT is going to have a good year. And I like Josh Heupel. Right. You know, I liked him in college. He was a Mizzou guy there for a minute. Yeah. So I appreciate that as well, and we'll see. But, you know, Florida, look, man, that's not an easy place to win. When you're playing at UT and they're good or whatever the fans believe they're good, that looked hostile. (laughs) It is. It looked like it it was going to be a tough play. And the the fact that you had a puncher's chance there at the end, just down a few, you got to feel good about Florida. Who would Florida State have?
0: If that if that game had been in Gainesville, it would have be been game
2: better. over, baby. Well, who did Florida um, State have? How's Florida State? Florida doing? State
0: played Boston College and beat the shit out of them. Thank God. You know, it was it was messed up because a year ago we lost, or was it? Last, it was last year mm. uh, to Jacksonville
2: State, which yeah.
0: you know, God bless Riley Green. Okay, <laughs> did Riley was he
2: playing quarterback? Did no. Riley text you? He
0: did Riley text you on that one? No, I texted him out there, and I was like, <laughs> well, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh like this is awkward you know to to go from a year removed from that and losing that game which was i would say a program low ever i mean right. liter- literally the program low ever to you know w- the thing was that was so annoying to me was we're we're losing to teams that we should be beating the hell out of And we're sitting here losing. So, like, earlier in the season, I forget who it was we even played, like really early on, and we took care of them. We beat them by six touchdowns. I was like, well, at least we're taking care of the teams we're supposed to take care of. Um, So, you know, Boston College, they, I mean, traditionally they have good running backs. They have decent defense. They usually put up a fight against Florida State to see Florida State go in there and actually just take care of them the teams we're supposed to take care of is like, that's a step in the right direction. Norvell's a good coach. I like him already. Right.
1: Showing elite, elite athleticism that you are Florida state, that you can, that you're supposed to be at that level.
0: Exactly. And that's, that's been something that's missing since the Jimbo, you Mm -hmm. know, when he left Mm -hmm. and the Willie Taggart experiment was, Oh no bowl game. Gee. Wow. That was the worst experiment in uh, team history. Uh, Horrible Horrible yeah. thing. Whatever the Gulf Coast offensive shit he was calling was trash. Uh, so oh. glad it's gone. And just seeing us beat teams we're supposed to beat up on is really, really, really good.
1: It's the building blocks, right?
2: Well, look, I'm going to tell uh, – I've got a story I want to tell you all that you might like. And yeah. uh, it's uh, it goes back to my junior year, my first junior year of college. I was playing at Eastern Illinois University, playing baseball, and uh, I was a quarterback in high school, so I would throw the football uh, every now and then. Just to, that's that's kind of like part of my keeping my arm in shape, and and also doing something other than just throwing the baseball. So uh, Eastern Illinois had a uh, it was it was in the winter, you know, we're getting towards winter, but it was like 45, so we're like we can get out and throw. So I go out with my buddy Kirk Miller, and uh, we're throwing the football. We're getting in shape. We're throwing the football, and we're having a good time, or whatever. It's not snowy this day, but it's cold. And, uh, this guy walks out, uh, with another guy and he's like, Hey man, do you mind if I throw the ball with y'all for a minute? Uh, while my buddy gets, uh, you know, puts his shoes on or whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. So, uh, me and this dude and Kirk, we're all throwing the football back and forth, you know, just like you do getting the armless. And, uh, you know, finally it was like, all right, my buddy's ready. All right. Good to see you. Right. So we go, back into uh into the uh uh clubhouse and we start like getting ready for practice and our coach he calls a uh, like a special meeting and uh, so we're like all right whatever so we go up and wait in this room where we're waiting for our coach to get ready and we're in there like 20 30 minutes it's boring as all get out in college you're just like uh oh, what is happening why are we waiting you know for practice to start or whatever and And our coach comes out and he's like, hey, we have a special uh, guest speaker today. Uh, Y'all give it up for, uh, you know, former EIU Panther, uh, Tony Romo. And the guy that I was playing catch with earlier comes like, you know, walking in. And I'm like, holy shit, that's the guy that I was playing catch with earlier. You know, I didn't think anything of it. And he actually told this great story where he had just, uh he had won the Walter Payton Award, I believe, the year before, which is kind of like the Heisman of the FCS or FBS, or I don't know what the hell it is anymore, right? Yeah, 1A, one A one I I don't even yeah, know whatever what it is called. anymore. And uh, he's like, I'm the four-string, you know, quarterback for the Cowboys. And it was like, all right, whatever. So I told my dad the story. And then like a year later, my dad calls me out of the blue. And he's like, hey, man, guess what? Parcells just started this guy, Tony Romo, the guy that you played catch with. So I played catch with Tony Romo. That's pretty. Boom. So look, man, and I want to give him his uh, flowers because I think he's he might be the best analyst of all time. I love him. He's so good. He's so good. And he had to call that crap ass loss for my chiefs. Uh, this yeah. weekend, it reminded me of the story. So, shout out Tony Romo. I want him to coach. He man. threw a tight spiral. That's so all. When we were playing catch, I was like, whoop, whoop, whoop. I was like, all right, this guy throws a good spiral. I didn't know. <laughs> I thought maybe he played for the team. You know, we're, right? <laughs> we we're, were young people there. Speaking of being young people, yesterday in my game notes, I had this note that says, "Matt Ryan is younger than me." Matt Ryan's only thirty-seven. I'm 39. Oh, oh no, man! I am so old. <laughs> I'm so. There's old.
1: a there's a there's a uh, play uh, replay of him. I I'm guess so it, maybe it was against the Jags, and he like like three Jags are coming around. Like he steps up in the pocket, right, and it's kind of get it's just closing in on him, and like he just goes down, <laughs> and people are like no one touched this guy. He just jumped on the ground. There there is bad. There's some bad memes and gifs and stuff. It was definitely against the Jags. Yeah. That play, it was hilarious. It was like, okay, he just saw the light or no light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, it was, it was, oh, oh, Matty Ice.
2: There's also, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say
0: to your point about the, uh, the Tony Romo being a great analyst and he is, I I love hearing him call games, but even though it might be an unpopular opinion now, Uh okay, i I grew up Monday nights John Gruden and I love I loved hearing John Gruden call games and now that he's like the super villain of the NFL and he'll never get to call a game again uh Tony Romo is clearly the top. he was great but man I really I really loved John Gruden uh, I learned so much. Yeah. About football from from watching John Gruden break plays down on the spot, just like Romo does. And I feel like Romo is almost this like extension or, or like modern day version of what I was watching growing up with John Gruden. Tony Romo is doing that for this whole new generation of kids that, you know, yeah,
1: I think I agree. I agree with that. Like, I think Romo is saying the things that Gruden wouldn't say though, because Romo's coming from a player's perspective, whereas John Gruden, like he would he might pin it on a player but like it's it's so it's something there's something about romo how it's like it's interactive it's like he's playing the game and he's like oh here they go you know this back needs to get this protection like he's so good at it um and then jim nance jim nance is crazy i love him i love him well i feel like i feel like how amazing would it be to like party with jim nance and just if he's just an animal like he's just a, a crazy party guy It'd be so funny. He's like, "Let's get drunk, friends."
0: Hey, I bet Collinsworth gets down. <laughs>
1: Definitely, oh, his kid. You know, kid. Collinsworth yeah, a, gets down. A,
2: you, you've heard the interview of him talking yeah. about. He's
1: a gator. He, <laughs> yeah, he gets down.
2: Yeah.
1: Hey, his kid
0: in there. His kid's been doing the uh, yeah the, the productions with him, like sideline like, stuff. Yeah. Yo, his kid uh,
2: gets down for sure, bro. I'd Collinsworth, probably- one of my least favorite. As far as just the stuff that he says, but I'm sure I would like to party with him and I uh, would never say that to his face. But, uh, <laughs> all right. So let's, uh, start tying this thing up. We, tonight we have Mo- uh, Monday Night Football. Oh. Who you got? Well, it's Giants and, uh, the Cowboys, right? Cowboys got to win. Man, I'm thinking. Giants I'm thinking, are going to prove that maybe they're not that good.
1: I've been thinking about this all day long. And they're,
2: they're. Weird thing.
1: Yeah. Weird thing. But I was like, I was like, well, earlier today I was thinking about it. I'm like, what's going to happen? I'm like, oh, the Giants aren't good. I was like, but Saquon's back. And I think that the Giants do just enough to win this game. And, and, you know, and Cowboy Nation just, you know, falls to pieces because, Uh, but I, you know, but I, and the whole time I was like, oh, that's what I think. And then I was like, what about Cooper Rush? You don't know if he's gonna. So, but I, I, Pooper Rush, Pooper. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's an unfortunate name. Sorry, bud. Um, sorry, poop. But uh, yeah. I don't know, man. What do you guys think?
0: So here's my thing, okay? I'm I I have a fantasy league with my family, oh. and then I have a family fantasy league with my friends. Um, he's got my, a
1: family league with his fantasy. <laughs> so
0: my I got a family league with my fantasy. I got a really. <laughs> No, so my family league, though, I got all my guys have played. I really needed Javante Williams to do something for me last night. Barely did shit, but it's whatever. I'm leading currently by eight points, and my cousin Steve <laughs> has CeeDee Lamb. And I just need CeeDee Lamb to uh, not get eight points.
2: He's going to get eight points. I
0: know. I hate him. Just not eight. Get 7.5. Uh,
2: can we talk about that? How- what, what's your fantasy team name?
0: Uh, the Craxonville
2: Swagward. <laughs>
1: it's pretty good.
2: I was go to Kelsey. And and but before that I was from Munda Chiefs. But I'm changing it. And then and, and now I'm forgot about Ramondre. Uh, team. Forgot about Ramondre team. So then when I spell it out in letters, it just fart. Oh my god. <laughs> forgot about Ramondre. The farts. It's about to be uh <laughs> It's about to be Green Acres. <laughs> oh man. I'm on it. Still doesn't beat my favorite one of all time. Somewhere over Dwayne Bow. Oh,
1: it's the best one ever. That's so good. <laughs> that is uh, it good. It makes
2: me miss Dwayne Bow. Yeah. What's <laughs> Dwayne Bow doing right now? <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably playing fantasy football. Probably. All right, y'all. Hey, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh catch us. Uh, Woody and the Big Head, uh, we're definitely on Instagram. That is at Woody underscore Big Head. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're on uh, Spotify, uh-huh. uh, Apple, and Google, and all these things. It's like, you know, it's, it's a lot of uh, trying to get things to upload. And uh, we're doing our best here. It's just show three. Uh, if you guys like us and subscribe to us and share us and stuff, uh, we will keep doing this. Uh, Jags this, win, baby. Jags win. Yeah, this week uh, we had a really great giveaway. We want to thank Tom. Uh, I'll, I'll post on the uh, Instagram or whatever he got to go. We yeah. want to. We want to thank uh, Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford. Uh, you know, um, when it rains, I still make it through even though it poured. Thanks to my Two Rivers Ford. <laughs> we want to thank Two Rivers Ford. We want to thank Little Harpeth. Most notably, Chicken Scratch, uh, our sponsors. Right.
0: Hey, I play a great show even when I forget my chord. Thanks
2: to Two Rivers Ford. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go, right? Uh, that's, that was a good one. Yeah. All right, hey. I drove Ryan Nelson back
1: because he was too drunk, and the whole time he snored in my Two Rivers Ford.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. there
2: we go. Thanks to Two Rivers Ford, uh, uh, Troy Woods, AKA Woody at I am Troy Woods. Yep. Uh, on Instagram. Ryan Nelson at It's Brian Nelson on Instagram. Look up both their songs. My name is Anthony Billups at Anthony Billups. For these cases, we are Woody and the Big Head on Instagram at Woody underscore Big Head on streaming platforms in which Billups uh, successfully uploaded. Woody and the Big <laughs> Head. We're going to take you out with Mr. Ryan Nelson. He is a two a trick pony. And by God, here's a song of proof about it. Just two. Let's this get is, it. We this in. is Ryan Nelson. If I turn up the volume and press the button right, <laughs> let's just go ahead and start that over. No big deal. Nothing to see here, folks. Have a good time. Let's go. Muggs wearing a suit. What were you drawing pictures of there?
0: Nothing. (laughs) Wait till the golf shots.
2: I've seen it. Thank you so much for Troy Woods, Yo. Ryan Nelson, Anthony Billups. We are Woody and the Big Head. Thank y'all. We out. Drive safe. Ready to start eating healthier? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kichava, Ready to start eating eat healthier? healthier? Yes. <laughs> that's <meal> <laughs> That's fucking great.